Hello everyone, my name is Jess and you're listening to Squad Squared and I'm here with my co-host. Megan is back after, oh my gosh, it's been weeks. I it's feel been like. like three weeks because been like three weeks. last week I was here myself and the week before was spring break. Yeah. So. For you it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Does it feel good to... It feels good to be back. To listen to some, some music and just... Yeah, you know, just like a cool out session at the end of the week. Yeah, it's nice. I miss telling fun facts too. Like, you know. Yeah, I really. You get so busy that like week. the fun facts just slip away. So, for those of you who haven't listened to our show yet, we always know that I, Megan, do a fun fact every show, and Jess has started a segment where she comes with a fun story. It's like new story. yeah, new story. <laughs> so Not it's more weird <laughs> and fun. Because, I don't know, normal news stories, they're just usually depressing. So I'm not about that life. Because, you know, I'm already pretty pessimistic, so I'd rather try to spread positivity when I can. I don't know. That's nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Um, so we got an awesome week of music for you guys. Uh, so we have an alternative playlist this week. So it's a little, it's a little distant from our classic, but it still has its roots in the rock. Um, probably the most interesting part of this playlist is probably the names of the bands. Because I feel like alternative bands just like, well, if we're going to be the unknown band, then we want at least a name that people will remember, even if they don't, like, remember our songs. Yeah, it's all those indie bands <laughs> that are just like, ugh, I don't know. But, yeah, a lot of the music, even though, like, a lot of it is bass and rock, a lot of it has some, like, poppy undertones and stuff to it. Like, electric, like digitally, I don't know, you have, like, a digital instrumentation, like, you go in, whatever, a garage band, and, like, you mess around. Obviously, yeah, obviously yeah. they probably don't use a garage band, but, I mean, like, a program like that, like, yeah, you're you mess, you mess around with, um, just post-production, I guess. It's not, well, not a lot of these are post-production, though. They do kind of just, like, the, you put the guitar on a setting, and you just go whammy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could say that. I don't actually know the terms, terminology for bands, but a lot of the time <laughs> bands just kind of like go on stage and just like improv mm-hmm. a lot. And I mean, yeah. and a lot of solo artists usually do stuff in the post-production because, mm-hmm. you know, it just adds more flavor and like their own... Their own zest. Their own well, zest musical, for it. Musical zest, <laughs> if you Mixing will. food and music here. Um, <laughs> so our inspiration for the week is... Catfish and the Bottleman? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always want to say Cat Bottle and Fishman. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that might just be my little um, turn of phrase thing. Or, you know, my dyslexia. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> it's like, I have verbal dyslexia. I just say things backwards. I, I don't know what you call it when you just get the know. words backwards all the time. Because I just switch the order the words go in. I'm, I'm and I come up with great phrases. Because I just... Mash them together, mm-hmm. like the "I'll burn that bridge till I get to it" phrase. You know that was like the mashing of two. Yeah, that's just that's just me on a daily basis. And yeah. sometimes I wonder if people can even understand what I'm saying. So I mean, for me, I I know because like, I know on. you. I, I think I know what you're saying. Even when you do use expressions like that, where it ends up happening, I'd be like, okay, I know what you're talking about, and then, you know. Since I already know what you're talking about, I'm not going to bother to correct you. I'll just, like... <laughs> Please correct me so I know what I'm doing. But anyways, 
We're going to listen to, what song, Jess? Kathleen by Catfish and the Bottlemen. Awesome. So, guys, we're back for some commentary. So, can we just talk about how it's almost April? Like, where did the year go? Like, I felt like it's been a blur since (laughs) January. And I don't know if it's just me because of the way, like, how busy I am or what. No, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like for me, especially when I came to school and stuff, like, the the spring semester just tends to go so much quicker than the fall because I feel like I'm just looking forward to, like, the holidays and, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas and stuff. So, like, that is pretty much on my mind, like, from the beginning of the semester in August. So it feels like it's just taking forever and you're just like, no. I don't mind April. I like April as a month. Because the daffodils come up. And, and I know I know <laughs> Jess knows, but I should inform our audience tonight that I always say that spring is when you see robins, daffodils, and a lot of rain. <laughs> of which the last we are all very annoyed with. But daffodils are so cool to me because they only start when the ground defrosts. Because their bulbs are right below the surface of the earth, and they can't start doing anything until it warms up enough that the the frost goes away on the ground. And I saw daffodils today. They're not in bloom yet. Bloom is bloom is around spring, or not spring, <laughs> Easter. Around. Easter bloom is around spring. <laughs> <laughs> it does bloom around spring, okay? <laughs> but Easter. Mm-hmm. They usually bloom around Easter. I don't know how the church gets that right, but, you know... <laughs> I think it's just coincidental. I don't, I don't think nobody. I don't Jesus think anybody knew what it. he was doing. <laughs> yeah, daffodils, um, robins. Robins come with the warmer currents. They also come when the ground thaws. Mm-hmm. A season of life. A season of life. Season Rebirth of life. and stuff. It's like the renaissance of seasons. Few circle of life by the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John, where you at? <laughs> yeah, but no, I like spring. Yeah, I mean, not when there's, like, a lot of rain and things flood, but <laughs> I do like spring. It's the time when color comes around again. Mm-hmm. I don't like spring in the aspect of allergies, but I know I'm one of the, of the like, lesser... Ha- I'm guessing that the majority of people don't get allergies, and it's just, like, 40%. Like, we hover on being half the majority, but we're not the majority, because there's not enough of us to consign spring to, like, one of the rougher months like you know what I mean mm-hmm because usually winter's like people like oh, I like winter but it's not my favorite month. <laughs> no I, I get that um I I feel like winter is nice because those are the like that's around the time when all the holidays I like happen but like but do you like winter as a season or do you just like it because of the holidays um well also we're talking the, weather here. Well, I mean, I know. We're, I mean, we're talking weather. Like, I don't know. I mean, I prefer fall overall. I rhymed there unintentionally. Wow, look at me. Um, but it's because like, I like I like the weather to be like not raining, but also like you know crisp. I thought you were gonna say you like the colors. <laughs> that too. I like I like the leaves. I, I, just, I like wearing sweaters. But now I know time. you like kind of like the dry, drier weather, where it's just cool and it's dry. No, and you yeah. don't have to feel the humidity. Uh, because um, yeah, I do live 
um, decently close to the school, like two and a half hours away, we'll say. So like you're in the same region. Yeah, same region. <laughs> so basically, I will always get like I don't know, always get all the humidity, and it just it's there all the time, and I don't like it. And I mean, I'm just I'm just thankful and blessed that my hair doesn't like puff up that much oh, in the yeah. humidity because I feel like a lot of people have that problem. And, like, my heart goes out to them. Because <laughs> that must be a difficult thing to deal with. Like, I never had to deal with that. No, I never had to deal with that either. I just have so much hair that you put it up. Even if you put it up, it's just so hot. Mm -hmm. You just want to shave it all off. Like, you know, like, when you have to, like, decide whether or not you want to shave your dog for the summer because it's one of those, like, heavy fur-coated animals. And you're like, you're suffering, I see. Uh -huh. But I don't want to shave you because you look weird naked. <laughs> you okay. know, like you know, like that thought. Have you? No, you probably never had a fluffy dog then. I mean, because one... you just assume when you have a dog that has like a lot of fur, you just uh -huh. assume that they're kind of roundish. No, you know they have yeah. like a lot of fur, mm -hmm. and then you shave them, and you're like, you don't, you're not no, supposed yeah. to look like that, and they just look so sad. <laughs> yeah, I had one fluffy dog, but like. Like, we never shaved my dog. We never felt the need. <laughs> like, because her, I don't know, her coat seemed thin enough. And I liked to pet it because it was soothing. It wasn't like, you know how most dog hair is, like, wiry? Mm -hmm. Hers was just, like, smooth and, like, it was like petting a bunny. But it was, like, on a dog. Like, it was soft fur. And I was like, <laughs> we are not, we are not, you know. It would have been even softer if you shaved her. No, 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 no. I will, I will, I will take that for what it was. I'm, I'm sad though, cause that dog only lived for four years. So, no. Let's just change the subject now before I get oh, sad about sorry. my dead dog. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, no. But we used to have a dog, and um, we never like she didn't like um, like the razor. Just like it was just like a buzz. It wouldn't have like hurt her or anything. But like she didn't like mm -hmm. it, cause of the noise. And so it was, like, three people had to hold her as we just... We usually just did one spot on her just so it wasn't as hot for her. Mm-hmm. And that was on her butt. Hmm. Just so, like, it'd be cooler for her when she sat down. Yeah. So we used to do that. And I was always, like, so sad and walking her, watching her walk around. It's like no one else saw her because she was a farm dog, but I mean... Yeah. She was so cute. Um, yeah. I think one time... One time they did almost up to her shoulders, and she was like um, a golden retriever collie mix. So she just looked like a lion. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. The whole family had a hoot. But we should get back to the music. Yeah. Let's continue on with this musical journey, I guess. <laughs> up next, we have Mixed Signals by The Night Cafe. All right, y'all. We're back again, once again for some fun commentary. I suppose. Fun commentary? Yeah. You know, fun is one of my favorite adjectives because it just, I don't know. It's an adjective? I'm, nope. It's a verb. I'm aware it's Friday. It's a verb. It's a noun. I'm aware it's Friday. It's one of my... I an adjective, but you know, like the fun parent, that would be an adjective. Yes. It can be. See, I'm not completely crazy, but yeah. <laughs> and the way I used it, it was a verb. So, my bad, but yeah. No, if you like fun, then it's a noun. Yeah, or you're having fun. It's a verb. 
Yeah. But then you can describe someone as being fun. Yeah. Like they are a fun person, so it's an adjective. Wow. I never wow. realized how diverse the word fun was. Jeez. Wow. Okay. All the best words are diverse. So, okay. I, I didn't sound as dumb as I thought. <laughs> yeah, no. The first one was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, little bit. Because like, the way I use it and then what I said just didn't align. But I mean, I was still correct in a roundabout way. Well, you know, that's just for friends who do stuff together. Yes. Gotta oh, love Spongebob. Man. That was a camp song. Like, I had never heard that song until I went to camp. And it wasn't even camp. I was doing, um, it was one of those things where you, you go with, like, a church to do, like, do housework. Like, like you help build up a community. Like, you get assigned to a house. Mm-hmm. And you work on that house until the end of the week. That's cool. I had a fun house. I was, we were painting a lot, and it was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we had fun breaks on the patio so <laughs> you know until we had to paint the patio <laughs> well you know you might as well embrace the patio before you got to yeah. do labor on the we, patio we had to stain it and then we had to um, then we did like the weather coating yeah it was like two days and we couldn't go out on the patio and then we did the um, we did the front rail cause she was in a wheelchair and she wanted that repainted so it would last longer. Wow. I don't, I don't know if the color was the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And then, yeah. But I just remember having to wake up at 7 o'clock to um, a really obnoxious voice going, like, wakey, wakey over the loud speakers of the school. <laughs> and then, like, just random songs would come on. And I think fun was, like, the third one in the line. So, I mean, at that point, I was awake, and it wasn't as irritating, but... How old were you? I think it was in the summer of my sophomore year of high school, so I would have been, like, 16? 16? All right. That's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Because I'm like, if they're playing fun, like, how old were the other kids? Like, It was just... It was just supposed to be upbeat songs so that we would, you know, be in a good mood for the rest of the day. I don't think anybody had, like, actual, like... <laughs> Do you take requests? I request from SpongeBob. I don't think anybody actually SpongeBob. requested. I think it was a CD they had been using for, like, ten years for the same project. I mean, the directors did it. There's some good food. I learned how to play spoons. Spoons is fun, but stressful. Yeah. I haven't played it in a while. I don't remember how it works, but... I just remember it's fun and stressful. That, yep. <laughs> That's about all you really need to know about spoons. Spoons. <laughs> I, I had to, I had to relearn it because there's different. I guess there's different versions of spoons. The the premise is all the same that you just, you sh- you take spoons, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, and you try and you try to, not be the one that doesn't get a spoon. Is it kind of like the musical chairs but with spoons? Yeah. Is that the version I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the one with cards. Where no, you no, have no, like to... you get kicked out, like if well, you yeah, don't get the yeah, yeah. So it's like musical chairs. Oh yeah. So if you don't get a spoon, you get kicked yeah. out. If you don't have a chair, you get okay. kicked out, like that. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not musical chairs, and then you have to get a spoon while you're moving chairs. But, like <laughs> the the concept of musical chairs. Walk around the <laughs> table, and then when the whistle blows, grab a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought you were thinking. I'm like, no. I don't know. I was like, that that'd be hard. Spoons. I can barely do spoons sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> spoons standing up. 
Uh, just stay with musical chairs. But no, I didn't go to, like, summer camp. Yeah. I never did either. That was always one of my childhood dreams. Like, one summer, you want to be like, oh, I am, I am rich enough. I can afford to go to summer camp. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. For my <laughs> kids, I want to provide that experience for them at least, like, once. Like, it, well, if I have kids or when I have kids. <laughs> I want to provide that experience for them at least, like, once in their life. But I probably not for long. Maybe, like, a week because, you know, it's expensive. But, I mean, because, I mean, thing is, I'm the kind of person who, you know, if and when I had have kids, I'd want to vicariously, like, live through them. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm not going to lie about it. At least it. you're going to be honest with yeah, them. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. And then if they, like, I'm, I let them embrace what they want to embrace, like, whoever they are. Like, that's cool. I don't mind. But, like, at the same time, it's like, you, you want to give, you want to provide for your children what you cannot experience in your own life sure, at their ages. I guess. I don't know. Let's just. I didn't. Me. I didn't ever feel the need to go to camp because I went camping, like actual camping, like out in the wilds of North America <laughs> with my family during the yeah, summer. That's on my family. And that was a lot. Do. That was a lot more fun. But I mean, I guess the major thing was that other people, like all the classmates that went to camp, got along better. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, Meh. <laughs> I was like, it's not real camping. They get to live in cabins and yeah, and swim and all that stuff. <laughs> I had to go hiking in the daytime. They no. get beaten, eaten yeah. by mosquitoes, which I guess would happen at summer camp too. But you know, mm-hmm. I have the blood type that mosquitoes love. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. And I, whenever I get bitten by like a mosquito or any kind of like you know insect, like I get bitten by flies, mosquitoes, like. I have, like, kind of an allergic reaction to it, but not really. Like, like it swells up more than... Yeah, it swells up to. more than a, the average person yeah. when they get a bug bite. So, you know, you have... When you get a bug bite, it's maybe, like, yay big. I they mean, can't... They don't I, know I, the I know, yay big sign. I know they don't know the yay big sign, but it's it's pretty much, like, a... Maybe, like, a centimeter it looks like a pimple. diameter. And then... Hers looks like... Mine looks like a giant welt. <laughs> like someone just like a penny. punched you. <laughs> and somebody pressed a penny in your skin. Yeah. Pretty there much. There you go. I heard that's supposed to actually help with your, your bu- like, bug bites or mitching. Like, putting a penny on it. Really? Yeah. My mom told me that. I tried it once. Huh. And I worked because I think I was thinking it, that uh, it would work. Placebo. But I do think it's placebo. I don't think that's real. Good old placebo effect. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll do research and see if there's actual science behind it. Because my mom, like, there's, like, some kind of material in the penny. That, I don't know. The zinc? Maybe. I don't know. Because isn't, isn't there, like, zinc in it? I think. We'll look it up. It'll be a fun fact, fun story. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't if that literally isn't true. <laughs> All right, All right so what you got? We're going to move on. Up next, we have A-Punk by Vampire Weekend. So, we have an update on the penny situation with insect bites. Or so, speaking stains. of spring, we're going to give you some advice <laughs> and tips and tricks to help you when you get stung by the bees that are going to come out, wasps, and the mosquitoes, which... Probably will pick up more during the summer rather than the spring. They're still trying to come back in the spring. So, Jess was right. A copper coin, otherwise known as the penny, will help relieve 
the swelling and the itching of a bug bite or of the bite. But you can only use pennies made before 1982. Yeah, so those old gross ones in the bottom of your wallet. <laughs> those are the ones. Those are the ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but any coin made after um, 1982 has more zinc than copper. So that's what I was talking about. I was like, I didn't think the zinc would help. No, yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I remembered, I don't know, my mom mentioned something about copper. So I guess it makes sense. To relieve the itching of a mosquito bite after you actually start realizing that, you know, the mosquito has left. Hot spoon, which means just grab yourself a cup, make yourself some tea, some coffee, stir in your sweeteners, <laughs> and then take that spoon and hold it to the bug bite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just just don't burn yourself. Just give it, give it a few seconds out of the hot water and then stick it on. Yeah. Burning yourself is not ideal. In any situation. <laughs> but if you don't want to do, if you don't have a penny, you can also put honey on it or you can put aspirin on it. And I know aspirin, the trick of aspirin works for a lot of things. I know people have been using it for like pimples to help get the swelling out of pimples and stuff. Or this is the most interesting one we found. You can take an onion when you cut the onion and just stick it on. That'll help, too. Um, all these remedies are, like, anti-acid reliefs. So what they do is they go in and they tone down the acid of whatever bit you. So for, like, wasps and stuff, it's more encouraged that you use, like, the aspirin or the honey method because it's going to act quicker to get rid of the venom that's right at the surface of your skin before it goes away. So the faster you can treat the bug bite or the wasp bite or the bee sting is better. And you heard it here, folks. <laughs> and now that I'm thinking about mosquitoes, the reason that we don't um, feel them bite us right away is because they have, um, like, a, a number that they inject into your skin first, so you can't feel them on there. You only yeah. feel them when they try to leave, because by then the numbing effect has worn off, and they're slow to get away because mm -hmm. their bellies are full, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. So you, just, you know, smack them. But be careful out there. Wear some bug spray. <laughs> or you know, long sleeves and pants. Unless no, it's too it's warm. No, it's summer. You just you just put on the bug spray. Just wear those pants that you can turn into shorts. You know, the ones with zippers around the knees. They're like long khaki pants that you like. They have zippers around oh. the knees, and you just like. Basically, take off the bottom half of your pants. Yeah. Turn them into shorts. Okay. I'm caught up now. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Confusion aside, let's just continue on with our musical selections. So, up next, we have Renegades by X Ambassadors. All right, y'all. We're back once again with some commentary. <laughs> back at it again to break up the alternative bouncing... Up and down. Yeah, Flow. so what was that last band, Jess? <laughs> the last band was the Mowgli's. Um, Mowgli's? Yeah, I've heard of this band before. I don't remember how I found their music, but the song that just played San Francisco was one of the ones. I think it was probably on like one of those like daily mixes or Discover Weekly playlists on yeah. Spotify or whatever. So it's probably where it came from. 
But their song makes me think of summer and happiness, and I just want to go and drive in a car and go to the beach. Yeah, it was it was pretty lively. I liked it. And um, I also like when um, modern songs use, like, brass instruments, like horns oh and stuff. Oh, my gosh, yes. I love it they, when any And then they sing it. over it. Like, that's, like, that's what I love, because I feel like that's not, you know, as typical. I mean... Obviously, stereotypical instruments are cool, too, but, like, I don't know. There's something, there's just something else that adds to it when you add a brass instrument in. I don't know. But, um, there, there's this one band that I really like. They're called The Family Crest. And they basically, um, their entire musical sound is based on, like, orchestral instruments. So, like, main members of the band, they, they have, like, seven main members. So they have the singer who plays guitar. They have, like, a drummer, a flautist, or flutist, however you say it. Oh, <laughs> I bet they go wild on they, Yeah, they have a cello, a cellist, violin person. And then for their... Violinist? Uh, violinist, yes. Uh, yeah, that, that mm, well, I tried. Uh, and then they also have, like, they they recruit a bunch of people who they call... Because their name, band name is The Family Crest. They call them The Extended Family. Oh. So for their albums and stuff, they incorporate, like, more people. So then they have, like, a whole orchestra underneath this guy singing. Nice. And it's amazing. So I recommend. Yeah, I had to design a Family Crest once, and that didn't work out very well. <laughs> They're like, make sure it represents what your family stands for. And I was like, um... Uh, <laughs> What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I'm like in eighth grade, and you want me to draw on a piece of paper, like just free art. It's like yes, I know every single member of my family and all my ancestry and uh, what we did. I know exactly where what we my family from. means. It's like I don't know. Farmers don't get family crests. <laughs> <laughs> you just have you just have your little like. I should have just, just drew, like, a dairy cow. Honestly. On the, on the family crest. What does your family represent? Cow. <laughs> Relatable won. content. I would have won. Because we all had, we had to hang them up in the classroom. And we had to vote mm-hmm. on family crests. <laughs> Not even I just, I forget like, what I ended up doing. I think I ended up doing, like, because we had to have a symbol, which was, like, you know, the dragon, the lion, or whatever. And mm-hmm. then we had to have colors. I think what I ended up doing... It was green and gold for nature, and then I don't remember what yellow is. Mm-hmm. And then over top of that, I think I did I did some kind of weird... I, I really liked dragons at the time, so I think I did, like, some dragon and some tree combo. It looks pretty, it looks pretty um, epic in my head, but I can't say the execution was any good. There's only so much you can do with um, crayons and... 30 minutes. Yeah. That, that's respectable. <laughs> and, no, and no, like, you know, like, what's it called when you have Like some, a reference Yeah, picture? I didn't have a reference. I didn't have any references. I just, Yikes. I, it looked really neat in my head. And, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. But I should have just done Black and Wayne did a cow dead, <laughs> dead center. No, not just the cow. Like just, bull. Yeah, no, <laughs> just, the, just the cow head. <laughs> And then that could have been, like, the shape of your, like, yeah. crest. It could have been, like, a little no, shield. No, and then the ears would yeah. stick out on the top. See? We're thinking this through. I wasn't as creative in eighth grade. <laughs> well, you're going to go back to your eighth grade teacher and, and hand them, this is my new family crest, <laughs> and just storm out. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be really funny. Now, imagine if they don't even 
A don't even work there anymore, and B like they don't even don't do that assignment. Does. I don't think she does work there anymore. Well, I think she retired. Anyway, because she was close <laughs> to retiring when I was in school, she only had like two years left. Yeah. She also saying, um, because she was the English teacher. Mm-hmm. I did this in English. I did Family Crest in English, and she's saying um, grammar songs while she played the ukulele. That's iconic. And I. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted us to sing along, and I was like, <laughs> uh-uh. Especially then, you're like, if no one else is going to do it, I'm not just going to be the one kid to do it because it's, like, awkward. And then, it's like, I don't know, you feel awkward. And then you're like, I don't want to draw attention to myself. It was one of those times that I had to look up from reading my book in class. I did that a lot. Like, I would just read during mm-hmm. class. I wasn't a bad student. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't. If I didn't find it interesting, I just I just read my book. And the only classes that I couldn't do that in were um, science and reading because we had to read the class book in reading. And then so you didn't get to read your science, book. And science, um, yeah, he, he obviously knew I was reading. <laughs> and the other classes, I could play it off. But, you know. But, I mean, I feel like they <laughs> wouldn't get as mad at you for reading because you're still doing an intellectual, <laughs> mentally stimulating activity. Yeah, but I'm not doing their mentally... Stimu- their mentally, air quotes, stimulating <laughs> <laughs> activity. I mean, but you're still doing something yeah, educational. Just, she was also the one that gave us... Um, this is... My eighth grade English teacher sounds like you know, like, Mrs. Fizzle from the Magic School Bus. <laughs> Miss Fizzle! <laughs> but she was, it was, it was kind of concerning how much she had us do. Um, we got red pens at the beginning of the year that we had to use to mark other people's papers. We could not use our own red pens. Just the kind that you buy in bulk at Walmart. That she handed out to everyone. And my pen never worked. That's depressing. So I just threw it in my locker, and we had to turn it in at the end of the semester to get the grade for it. Mm-hmm. And she also gave us a rock. She had a box of rocks, and we all had to take a rock and take care of the rock. Because if we lost the rock, <laughs> then it didn't count. Y'all had pet rocks? Yeah, and we all, <laughs> just, we all just put them in our locker. And then at some point, um, throughout, throughout the school year, she would ask it. She wouldn't even tell us. She was just like, where are your rocks and your pens? Because I'm taking attendance grades. And we would all, like eyes widen and say oh it's in my locker can I go get it and then you just see like half the class leave and then that one kid I got both of them in the back no, nobody had both of them usually somebody had one or the other and um there was rock theft when you lost your rocks you just took someone else's rock rock theft and <laughs> as it was it was wild and some people lost their rocks and they just went outside picked up another rock and brought it in and uh, it's just like, go for it. I don't remember if I kept my rock or not. I know my red pen was stolen. And I know it was returned the next day. I guess it didn't work. And they just returned it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, eighth grade was <laughs> rock theft. You know it's bad when people are stealing rocks for a grade. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I love how that's in eighth grade. That was in eighth grade. Like, I imagine, like, little, like, elementary school kids, and then I'm like, wait, that was no, in eighth grade. It was eighth grade. Y'all. It's not, like. <laughs> y'all are, like, 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> trying to learn responsibility. She had us fill out, um, not, not resumes, but, like, work forms. Like, mm-hmm. 
or not even work forms. It was like a list of like things that you would need to like fill out like a resume. Like what kind of car do you own? What's the license? Not the license plate. What color is it? What model is it? Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. What's the name of your dog? What's the name of your parents? What's what's your address? And something like that. And we filled it out at the beginning of the year. And she spell checked it and she made sure that like all the information was accurate. I don't know how she knew that, but she, I guess she said she said I checked for accuracy. And I was like, y- you don't know what my dog looks like. <laughs> I could say it's a German Shepherd, and you would have to believe me. But we, our te- our major test was just that form, and she gave it back to us, and we had to repeat the information on it. And I missed the first one. I missed the like. <laughs> After, like, the first one, like, the second... I guess it would be, like, the second test. Mm-hmm. So, I failed the second test because... I forget. I think I spelled my dog's name wrong. But I was actually spelling it right because I spelled it wrong on the first form. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you spelled it wrong. And I know... And she's like, is it spelled this way or this way? And I was like, um... I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, I could have <laughs> answered that, but I just said, I don't know. And she goes, okay, we're going to go with the first spelling... And then I took it the third time, and she handed it back to me, and she goes, technically, you failed this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she goes, because you didn't put your name on it. And I was like, Those I had to take this test again because I didn't put my name on it. And she goes, but I know you know how to spell your name, so I'm going to let you go. And I was like, thank the Lord that I brought my rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I think that's literally why. That she let me go because earlier that week we had a attendance check and I was the only one that had my rock. And the only reason I had my rock was because um, someone had threatened to steal it earlier in the day. And I was like, there's no way someone is stealing my rock. So I had it with me the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> By coincidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fate. <laughs> Fate had my back that week. But yeah, eighth grade was wild. Now that I'm looking back. <laughs> yeah, for me, eighth grade, I don't really remember. To be honest, that was just the year that that one kid serenaded me, and I didn't realize it. Yeah, that's all that happened to me in eighth grade. That that's pretty much. I had a history teacher. I had an English. My history teacher in eighth grade was pretty cool too. She made me do, or she did. Um, we had a project where we had to break down. Um, Billy Joel, uh, we didn't start the fire, and you know how like it's a whole bunch of topics. Mm-hmm. We all had to pick two topics, and I did the Beatles in the South and South Pacific. Which is a great musical, by the way. Yeah. I had to watch it for the project, but I mean, like... I've never seen it. I didn't regret it. it. (laughs) And my high school performed it, and I didn't go. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't, because my high school is, like, known for, like, our music department. So, like, actually, the plays are pretty good. I went over spring break, I went to see... I went to my first, like, high school play ever. So I'm proud of myself. (laughs) I saw Les Mis. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, I was talking about... I told you this already, but I'll tell the people. Uh The guys sounded like professionals, and I was like, how, how, how are you like this? I'm so confused. Broadway or high school play? I mean, mm. (laughs) but yeah, I mean, the girls weren't that impressive, but like, the guys were like, insane. It's harder for girls, because they write a lot of those plays for, um, Sopranos, and a lot of high school kids are altos. (laughs) It's hard to find a good soprano, Mm -hmm. even in real life. (laughs) And yeah. So I know I know my school always struggled with sopranos. Yeah, yeah. I was in I was in my high school musical three times. So. Which rough. shows were you in? 
I did um, Damn Yankees, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and Godspell. So nothing I know. Okay. <laughs> no way. You don't know any of those. No, I don't. I know the first two, but I figured Godspell yeah. maybe. No. I... Godspell's good. I like the... Out of all of them, I think I like the music for that one the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but show-wise, I think I liked um, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Because it, um, it was more dancing and, like, acting. Or not... It was just more dancing. Like, Godspell had dancing, but Seven Brides for Seven Brothers was, like, dance. Yeah. And it was hard to do because you had the <laughs> big flow. It was, like, 1800s. West. <laughs> West. So we had the skirts, we had the braids, we had the boots. It was great. Yeah. So we were just stomping around. Yeah, I that might be another reason. And <laughs> I got to, um, I was the I was the parent of the set. I had the only actual child in the whole show, and she was my responsibility. Uh huh. It was great because um, <laughs> the guy that was partnered with me was supposed to like pick her up, and she she did it because you know. That was her job. <laughs> she'd yeah. always come running back to me, and I was like, I feel so proud of myself. <laughs> Look at me, a child likes me. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's cool. No. I was just a dancing napkin in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that was also in eighth grade. That's the other thing that happened in eighth grade. <laughs> I was a dancing napkin in Beauty and the go. Beast. There's always some fun story from eighth grade. You can't walk away with that. Anyway. Well, All right, we should get back on to now. the show, though. Let's stop rambling. All right, up next we have Dreaming by Small Pools. So, everyone, it is that time again. This week, we are talking about this weird news story. Ooh. So, an Australian man apparently protects himself from an arrow attack with his cell phone. What? So, um, apparently, some someday... In rural South Wales, um, this 43-year-old man was just, like, walking, like, outside of his house, and uh, another middle-aged man came up with a bow and arrow and pointed it at him. <laughs> and he, his first thought was to grab his phone and, like, record the, you know, attacker. As he's doing that and trying to pull out his phone... The attacker shoots and literally hits through his cell phone, which stops the force. And um, all the other man got, ended up with, was like a little scratch on his face. And um, otherwise he was fine. Like he wasn't hurt at all, which is crazy. So, yeah. Except he's down $600. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he lived, so... Really? <laughs> but he needed one of them Nokias. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe that would have stopped. Maybe stopped the bow and arrow. But um, the 39-year-old who sh- fired the arrow um, has been charged with assault and property damages and will be in court next month. Oh. So. Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy place. Australia. A, when wh- when would you ever think that someone would attack someone? Their weapon of choice would be bow and arrow. I feel I like mean, that's very... You've probably never seen a compound bow. But, um... Obscured. <laughs> so what a compound bow is, is that it helps 
um, you get more drawback in your string. So mm -hmm. um, they usually do strings at pounds, so it takes this much force to pull it back. Mm -hmm. But the standard just pull arrow that you see in the movies. Um, typical strength runs around. I don't actually know what the typical strength runs around, but it is. Let's just say for um, for this point, it's like twenty pounds of drawstring. A compound mm -hmm. bow sets up in a series of levers and pulleys. So when you pull back the string, it's easier. But when you release it, you get like fifty pounds of drawstring. Mm -hmm. So automatically, your bow is twice as strong. Yeah, and has levels and has all these things. So it's fancy. Yeah, it's it's a fancy bow. <laughs> so, High end. They they didn't specify what type it was, and they're very general. Like they didn't even give names. So yeah, I'm I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying <laughs> if you wanted to go out and hurt someone, <laughs> any bow would do, I guess. Yeah, I just feel like it's a very obscure weapon because you can't really conceal it because a bow is pretty like long and large. Yeah, but like. The, You'd probably be like, the man, just pull out your phone and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess, technically, he was smart for trying to take a picture of his attacker. But, I mean, if he had just walked out of his house, wouldn't he have had time to go back to the house? Or well, duck? He, wasn't, or... <laughs> he was near his house. He wasn't, like, he didn't just walk out of his house. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was near his house. The whole story is bizarre. It is. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like a random attack with a bow and arrow in, <sighs> like, the sh in the normal, like, street. I don't know. That's just shocking to me. That's almost unheard of. And then how he pulls his phone at the right second, <sighs> and the guy just so happens to shoot right at the phone. I, it's wild stuff. It's wild stuff. Okay, I'm sure yeah. there's even wilder stuff if you look up articles about Florida, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we don't discriminate oh. here. I don't I do not do that. <laughs> all right. We'll get back to the tunes for the last ten minutes. All right. Up next, we have All This Way by The Magic Gang. All right, guys. So, it has come to the end of our show. So... Hope you enjoyed our song selections. Hope you heard something you haven't heard before and enjoyed at least one of the selections. Sorry, we didn't have any Billy Joel, which is usually our tradition. But we did mention him early in the show in one of my little snippets. <laughs> yeah. But for sure he will be back next week. He will be Don't back you next fret, week. children. Anyway, stay safe, be good, do amazing things, and live your best lives. Um, celebrate each day as it comes and... I don't know. Eat a cookie. All right. <laughs> Bye. See you next. Talk to you next week. Not see you. Talk to you next week. <laughs> All right. This is the end of Squad Squared and the end of our March broadcast. Hope you enjoyed this month and look forward to next month. We will come back again with a blast of classics. But for now, I'll let you back to these. 